Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Welcome back to another episode of Refreshing the Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. If it's your first time, thank you for joining me. Welcome, first time guests, visitors, whatever you want to say, listeners. Welcome, first time listeners. If you have not heard of Refreshing the Soul Podcast, it is a podcast that is about talking about the soul. Each month we talk about what's going on in our soul. We hear what God's word has to say about it. We get to the root of it and we use his word to uproot um, that place. And the different things that goes on in our souls as far as things that are heavy or we may be weary with, like wounds and offense for this month. It's offense. We're refreshing the offended soul. And this podcast is founded on the scripture, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. And I like to paraphrase it. It says, come to me, you know, all who are heavy, you know, Jesus is talking, Jesus is talking in the scripture and saying, Hey, if you are heavy, I will give you rest for your souls. And that rest, it means to refresh. So while I wrote a book, 30 day devotional on rest for the soul, the different facets of rest and how we can have that, I God also said, let's do a podcast. Let's talk about the different things, different weights in our soul, the different things that are heavy in our soul. And let's refresh that place. Let's give people perspective. Let's give people my truth, my word, and talk from your experience and how I'm showing you and leading you to a place of refreshing. And, you know, only God can refresh us. Only God can make that place in our souls that is heavy, where there's anxiety, fear, the controlling part of us because of fear. This month is the offended part of us. He can only make it light. He can only make it easy once we learn how to take on his yoke, take on his way of living. And so, yeah, again, this month we're talking about refreshing the offended soul. And just to kind of recap what offense is, what it means to be offended, it's actually resentful or annoyed. This feeling of feeling resentful or annoyed, typically as a result of a perceived insult. So we have to perceive it as an insult. There's something going on in our perception that we are indicating what we heard, saw, whatever it is, it's insulting to us. It hurts us. And that resentful is just a feeling or expressing a bitterness. I haven't been treated unfairly. So sometimes you have this resentfulness. You have this feeling of bitterness because maybe there's something that was said and you just felt like it was unfair. Like you misunderstood me. And really this this month, I really want to get into just the root of that because it all goes back to you perceiving it that way. And it doesn't mean that people aren't unfair. It doesn't mean there aren't things that we do get done wrong. Like I I do believe, listen, things happen. People, (laughs) not everyone has a good heart. 
people do take revenge. Some people are just not renewed as well. They're not saved. I say they're not saved and renewed. Because some people, they believe in Jesus. They've received salvation. But the word also says we ought to be transformed by the renewing. We're not transformed by salvation. We're transformed by the renewing of our mind. And sometimes we can stop at salvation. And God is saying, I have more for you. There are things that's going on in your soul that you don't have to deal with. But if you don't get in my word and renew your mind, meaning find the way that I'm telling you to think, the way I'm telling you to live. If you don't do that, you're not going to be transformed. And we're going to walk around hurt, hurt and saved. And hurt people do hurt people. So I want this month really to come to a place of refreshing, refreshing our souls in a place of, okay, this is a place where I find myself offended at. Like if you can literally think of where do I find myself when someone talks about this, I just get easily offended. And I say easily offended because, you know, the word that says offense will come, right? Offense is going to come somewhere in this lifetime. You're going to be offended no matter how tough, confident, whatever you think that you are, you're going to be offended. But it's the place of where, okay, this always touches me in this area. I'm easily offended. That's what I want you to focus on for this month. Last week, we talked about a repeated offense and we looked at God's word and what it said really about a repeated offense as far as the things that has been said to us, words where we have been wounded by, hurt by, and they have been just sitting in our soul. They continue to stir up. We think about it. We repeat it in our soul. We repeat it in our language. We, we talk about it. We bring it up. And if we're not bringing it up, we, we still have identified so much with this place that we now that's the way that we live out. That's how we identify ourselves. That's the way we see people. That's the way we see God. That's the way we see ourselves. And so this week, I really want to talk about the root of offense, the root of the offense. Why am I thinking this way? Why do I see it this way? And I really had to do some just soul work on myself of the place of offense and really evaluate where am I easily offended at or I always feel like I feel this sense of insult this place in my chest where if certain things are said, it's like, oh, I feel something there. I really had come to an honest place. And for me, that place is when it comes to being a mother. Being a mother is something about just being corrected in that place, being taught in that place. You know, if, if there are things that I'm not doing right or if there's things I can do better, it's a tender place for me. Because I believe I, I want to be, I want to be a good mother. My heart is to be a good mother to my kids, to be the mother that they need. And there are things, you know, I don't want my kids to have to go through that I went through. And so I really had to evaluate this place of like, why? But why am I offended in this place if if there is correction there? If someone does correct me or something you know, it's not right. Or, you know, why do I feel immediately like I'm not a good mother? And maybe for you is not, maybe it's not a feeling of correction in that area. But just even if the conversation is around a certain area or topic, and you just know you're a little sensitive towards it, your guard, you may be guarded or, you, you know, you know, your soul, I want you to slow down and really think about what is that place for you? 
And for me, I would say one of the places for me is when it comes down to being a mother. Thinking about that place, I realize, okay, I think I, you know, I get sensitive around that place. There's this underlying lie. And we talked about this last week. There's this underlying lie that I believe that I am not a good mother. You know, that's at the foundation of it. I, I believe a lot of times we're offended because there's something, there's a lie or, or something that's been unrenewed in us that we have swallowed and we truly believe, we truly see ourselves that way. And I had to get to that. Okay, why am I so sensitive around this? What do I believe about myself? That's what I want you to ask yourself. What do I believe about myself in this area? To find the root of offense, we first have to ask ourselves, what do I believe about myself? And I wrote down, I wrote down, I said, I guess I believe that I'm not a good mother. I'm not a good mother. And so then I had to go deeper and say, okay, where did that come from? Who told me that? Who said that I was not a good mother? And for you, ask yourself, who told me this lie? Who told me this? Where did I hear this? And as I'm like searching, 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 I'm like, where has someone told me that I'm not a good mother? I literally could not find anyone. I'm like, no one actually has ever told me that. And I want you to think back. Eve and Adam in the garden, they ate the fruit and they saw they were naked. And God says, well, they tell God that, you know, he was afraid because he was naked. And God says, well, who told you that? So we're right there. We're right here in this, in this place. God is saying, who told you that? Who told you that lie? And I want you to dig deep and find where did the lie come from? It's always somewhere. The root always comes somewhere from the enemy. But who said it? Like, really get into the deep recesses of your heart and your mind. As I am searching and <laughs> trying to find where I got this from, I realized no one ever told me that I, was, I wasn't I was a good mom. But I'm just like, where did I feel like I wouldn't be a good mom? And I remember growing up, uh, just growing up, and I, I always felt like, you know, I needed my mother to just teach me more, to be, to just be more of a parent than I felt like someone that I felt like I had to pour into or I had to encourage. And, you know, sometimes kids will do that and it's fine. There's times and places, things that kids can say to be like, mm, that just encouraged me. Oh, I learned something from that. But I felt like that was my childhood. And I remember always having this, this thing in me saying, you know what, I'm learning. I will be like this instead to my kids. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make sure my kid is taught that they know everything they need to know. And listen, I'm not bashing my mother at all. My mom is so sweet, so kind. She loved her kids. There were five of us. I was the oldest. I'm the, I am the oldest. And I mean, so much she did with us, so much she did for us. And I am forever thankful for everything my mom has done. There are things that I have taken with me that she she has done and I I don't want for one second for her to feel or anyone on here to feel like I am 
coming against my mom. That is not true whatsoever. But I have to be, we have to be honest with our story. We have to be honest with where did this come from? What is the root to this offense? And so when you first ask yourself, okay, who told me this? And where did this, where did I get this perception of myself that I am not this or I am this? We got to go and figure out the story. What was I, where did I come up with this idea of how I see myself? And I just remember, again, developing this story, this narrative in me of the mother that I will be. And really, I was developing a, a narrative that. I'm going to be enough for my kids. And there was fear planted there that I wouldn't be enough for my kids. I was afraid that my kids would grow up feeling the way that I did. And so really that began this root in my soul. And I'm gonna go just even a little deeper. I also was in a an atmosphere as a child growing up where I heard how easily offended people were. I was around my parent who felt that way and who spoke that way. So because I heard that and because I was in the atmosphere of that, though something physically wasn't said to me that I wasn't enough, I was brought up in an environment of what it was to not be enough because that's the way they saw things. That's the way they saw themselves. That's the way they spoke. And so I digested offense. I digested the mentality of that being easily offended. And there's some things right now that's probably pulling at your heart as I'm talking that you probably, someone probably never said you were ugly. Maybe you grew up with a, a parent or grandparent or relative or whoever and maybe you've been surrounded in an environment of people who are insecure and they and because they really don't like themselves or love themselves they gossiped about someone else like I don't know our environment sometimes we digest the mentality of our environment and then that's what comes out of us right what what you take in is what comes out and so if you think about Adam and Eve for just a moment Did the enemy ever verbally speak and tell them you are naked? He never said, the enemy never said anything. He never said that they were naked. They digested something and believed their eyes, their perspective was changed toward the way they saw themselves. And so right now, when we're trying to look for the root of offense, Don't just look for, it could be a word. It could be something that was said to you. But even more than that, it could be you digested the mentality of an environment that helps shape your perspective toward yourself. I'm going to say that again. You probably digested the mentality of an environment that helps shape the way you see yourself. And so when we're getting to the root of it, you got to figure out, and it's helpful, I know for me, to get to the root of why I see a thing this way. Because now once I can identify where it came from, now that I can identify the lie and that it is a lie, 
now I'm aware and I no longer have to live in a place where I don't know why I feel this. I don't know why I see it. No, now I know why. Now I know where it came from. And because I know it came from an unskilled parent who didn't know who they were, I grew up in that not knowing who I was. So this is about finding the root to offense. And one of the scriptures that, you know, I want us to just meditate on is Ecclesiastes 7, 21 through 22. Ecclesiastes 7, 21 through 22. And it says, also do not take to heart everything people say, lest you hear your servant cursing you. For many times also your own heart has known that even you have cursed others. Do not take to heart everything people say. And that's what I felt like I was always surrounded by, was by just hearing what other people had to say. Oh, they think this, or they're probably thinking this, or they said this. And so everything was about what people say. And because I grasped that mentality, now when I grow up and I'm an adult, from childhood to now, my sensors, the way I see myself, it has been through what people are going to think about me, what they're going to say about me. And now my identity is attached to everything people say. Now the way that I move is through everything people say. And But now that I've gotten in this word, once we get revelation of what this word is saying, it's saying, hey, listen, you cannot take to heart everything people say. That is not for you to receive. You cannot digest everything people say because you're going to hear something that's going to hurt you and that's going to offend you. And if everything people say you're identified by, you're receiving, you're digesting it, guess what? That's what you're going to keep pushing out. That's what you're going to keep exuding. That's what you're going to keep being. And God wants you to be him in this earth. He wants you to be his in the image of his son in this earth. He wants you to live by what he has to say about you. So finding the root to this offense, finding the root to this offense, once you have asked yourself, okay, how do I see myself? Where, where's the place? Let's first start back with, where is the place where I know that I'm easily offended? And then once you find that place, dig and say, okay, who am I? Wh- what do I believe about myself? What am I saying about myself? I'm easily offended. What am I saying about myself? And then you got to go back to, okay, who said that? Who said that to me? Or what narrative, what environment did I grow up in that convinced me to believe or to think that way towards myself and towards other people? And so one more scripture I had was Matthew 4 and 4, Matthew 4 and 4. Because Ecclesiastes tells us what not to do. It tells us not to take everything to heart. But I believe we got to put back in, okay, what do we do? How do we live? And Matthew 4 and 4, Jesus answered and said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Meaning the way that I live, the way that I move, the way that I have my being is by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I love that it says every word, every word. So I can't take to heart everything people say, but everything that God says, I have to take it to heart. 
I have to take it. I have to digest it. I have to get it in my system. I have to meditate on it. I have to speak on it. I have to make sure it rolls around, that it becomes a part of my identity, that it becomes my makeup, that it is my environment. What is, what is your environment? What are you surrounding yourself around? What are you engulfed in? What are you listening to? See, once we start to change and make a decision that I'm no longer going to live here, but I'm going to, if I want to live by the word, I got to be in it. I got to be engulfed in it. That's what I got to hear. That's what I got to take in. Maybe there's some people you need to start moving out the way. They may, they may talk negative. They may gossip. They may be insecure. And I'm going to tell you, God will also move those people out the way. There are people that I've had to say, God, I feel I want more for my life, but I noticed that this negative energy, these words that I'm getting from this person is causing me to stay in a place where I'm distracted. I need your help. And let me tell you, when I got to a place where I was ready for God's help and his intervention, he intervened and moved that person. The person just stopped calling me out the blue. And I'm here to tell you, get in a place where you're ready for God to intervene. If you want to come to a place where you're no longer, you're, you're, you know that you got to find who you are in God, then you got to get in a place where you're ready to, you're ready for God to move the people or you're ready to move away from the people who's keeping you from knowing that. And your environment is so important to that. The people who you are around and God's saying here, You should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. God's word is the nutrition to your life. God's word is what causes you to live. Not the you that you've always known, but the you that he created you to be. The mother that he created you to be. The woman that he created you to be. The business, the entrepreneur, Whatever position it is, God wants you to live by his word and what he says, not from a place of where we once was or how we grew up. He's saying, but you got to live by every word. And for me to, when I just hear every word, that means that I'm hanging on to anything, everything that I hear God saying, everything that I read about what God is saying in the scripture, like this is my lifeline. As we make that our lifeline, as we make that the marker to our identity and how we want to live, we will be able to uproot the place of insecurities, the place of not enough inadequacies and begin to live in a place of no, but this is how God sees me. This is who God says I am. We got to get to the root of it. We got to figure out what is this? Why is this here? What do I believe about myself? Who told me that? What environment did help shape this? Because once you identify it, it won't be something that's in your blind spot. Now, the next time it comes, and even if you do feel the offense again, because you may feel it again, you'll be able to identify that thing and say, no, that's a lie. I know where that came from, but I'm going to choose to believe this. I'm going to choose to believe I am the mother God called me to be. That God has already equipped me and I have everything on the inside of me to raise my three kids. And that's how I've learned to speak. God has graced me to be the mother that I am. 
I don't have to do it on my own. I have God's strength. I may not have done this before, but God has all the wisdom and I can tap into his wisdom to get to, to know how to raise my kids. And saying that with confidence, is it work? Yes. Does it hurt still when I hear certain things? Yes, absolutely. But I choose to be committed to believing God's truth. We have to choose to be committed to believing his truth. Some things we've been in for a very long time. And we want to have, we want to be impatient with God. We want to believe something for two days and want change. And it's like, no, we got to be committed. There's some things that's been deep rooted in our souls and God, he wants you to get it out. And I've asked, trust me, I've asked God to supernaturally just take some things away and miraculously and, and use and do a miracle and heal me and all that. And God said, oh no, I'm going to do a miracle and it is going to be supernatural, but it's still going to be some work. Yes, this is work. Yes, this is soul work, but you're not doing it on your own. You're doing it with God. You're doing it by his grace. You're doing it by his word, by his spirit. Amen. I pray that this message bless you, that you do find the root of your offense, whatever it is for you. It's not the same for all of us, but I believe you can tap into figuring out where this place of where I'm always insulted. Where did, where did this come from? What is this God? We can always ask some God revealed to me. I want to know because I can't figure it out. That's fine. God will open your eyes and he will show you and he will show you his word. He will show you who you are in him. Amen. Amen. Let's end with our confessions. I want you to speak this over your heart believe these words and just receive receive these words okay repeat after me i choose not to take to heart everything people say i choose to live by the word of god alone i choose his truth from my identity I choose to digest his word. I am no longer the child of my old environment. I am God's child adopted into royalty. I am enough. I am the mother God called me to be. And for you, whatever that is, Whatever the place of where you are offended at, that that place of that identity of how you see yourself, I want you to put in there, I am the woman God called me to be. I am the wife God called me to be, whatever it is for you. All right. I love you guys. I am praying for every listener on this call right now that they know who God has called them to be, that they receive what God has said and that they live by his word alone. Amen. Amen and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care 
is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.